What's up, everybody? It's Dan from Binder Boneyard coming at you from the office. Uh, rained like hell last night. Uh, the weather is slowly turning better. Um, it's still cold, <laughs> but it's getting better. Anyway, uh, thank you for joining in. I uh, appreciate all the listens. I'm sorry I missed last week. Uh, very busy. Today's episode is going to be a recap of last week, uh, the Western Regionals, another haul out of Hesperia, and all of the shenanigans that went along with that whole trip. So, um, just real quick, shout out to Scott Stroud and the boys over there in Arkansas, and you know, Joe Welby there, Scout Owners of the World, uh, on Facebook. You can follow that group. They're up to like 20,000 members now. Uh, I'm sure a solid third of them are scam bots um, because that's what comes along with the uh, when you get that many followers, you pick up a lot of bots. So I've done uh, podcasts in the past about avoiding getting scammed so yeah watch out for that but anyways thank you Joe for your support and uh, you guys should join that group for good old-fashioned honest IH scout tech but uh, anyway we'll jump right in to uh, a couple of weeks ago um, the IH Western Regionals were down in Barstow California and we um, load up for that show every year. We take down some parts. It's honestly not one of our better shows. We, you know, we don't sell a ton of stuff there. Um, we get a lot of support. Like everybody comes and talks to us, and you know, everyone wants to chat. They look over what we bring, but we just don't sell a lot um, because the southern state you know, southwestern state IHs, they don't, they're not as rusty, they're not as wore out, they're not, you know, they might have drivetrain problems, but we're not dragging heavy gear train items down to the show. Um, so, yeah, you know, it. Uh, it's just, you know, it's an average show for us, and but we still go every year because we like to support that show. It's a good show. A lot of very nice trucks show up. Um, we also like going because the weather is usually amazing. And we're tired of the cold and snow here. Uh, and it was. It snowed on the Wednesday. And we left on Thursday. So, yeah. I tried to get out of town. Uh, we ended up taking the 62 Scout 80 that we had just finished restoring um, it was white white and black you you know you might see it if you go back on our social media um, that was a very long and drawn-out restoration uh, you know I'm embarrassed when I say that it was a five-year build um, 
you know, nothing happened to it the first two years I had it, which, you know, it's a, you know, it's a how it goes sometimes um, with employee turnover and having to move and shop stuff and whatever. So, you know, the first couple of years of that build, nothing happened. And then uh, get it in the shop and, you know, just a slow trudge getting it done while we're trying to do all the other stuff that we do. Um, because I can't just dedicate one guy to one job forever. Otherwise, it, you know, we can't stay in business doing that. So, um, you know, we have a different business model now. And so it's easier to do, it's easier to do it, especially with all the online sales. But, um, over the course of that build, it just, it just took a while, you know, and parts we thought were good weren't. And, you know, it took nine months to get it painted. It took over a year for the engine to get rebuilt. Um, yeah, just one thing after another. But anyway, so we loaded up, loaded up a bunch of parts, and we headed south. We went through uh, eastern Oregon and then down through Nevada as a change of pace. Because normally we just take 97 down to Weed, California, where we hit I-5, and then we run I-5 all the way down to bakersfield or 99 whichever and then you know bakersfield you go up over to hatchapi and drop into barstow and you know the highway sucks the speed limit is 55 when you're towing in california which nobody obeys but you know my luck i'd get a ticket so we decided to go through nevada and we took the extra long way through nevada and went all the way down, um, you know, dropped into Winnemucca, jumped over to Fallon, and then went down to, uh, all the way to Pahrump. Uh We were going to peel off at Tonopah and then go up over into California through Bishop and, and all that. But there were no hotel rooms anywhere, which was weird for a Thursday night. But... Uh, so yeah, so we went all the way to Pahrump, stayed at my favorite place in Pahrump, which anybody that's been to Pahrump will probably roll their eyes, uh, Saddle West, uh, back in the day. So I have a special relationship with Pahrump. My grandpa lived there for years, years and years. He lived there, owned property there, moved to Oregon um to be closer to us because my, my mom my aunts all lived in oregon and so grandpa moved back to to oregon in the late 80s through the mid 90s and uh and then once the kids started graduating high school and stuff then grandpa moved back to Pahrump. And, uh, or I guess it was a little bit before graduation, but we would go visit Grandpa and Pahrump every year for summer or spring break or whatever. And so Pahrump has just kind of a, I don't want to say a special spot because Pahrump's not that amazing, but uh, just going. So when I was a kid, really the only hotel in Pahrump, because Pahrump used to be tiny, uh, was this hotel called Saddle West. And it was a casino hotel. And I remember my grandpa um, playing blackjack there occasionally. And he used to bring us, uh, for our birthdays, we would get 
um, silver dollars. And because at the time, there was casinos still paid out in coins. And so every year, I'd get like 10 silver dollars. And I still have, I still have a bag of silver dollars uh, hidden away that um, were from him. You know, I can't remember how many I've got, 60 or 70 silver dollars that I got from him over the years and um, in a crown royal bag. That's right, a purple crown royal bag. And uh, anyway, so that hotel is just kind of, um, I don't know, kind of special. It's not a bad place. It's a, it's a decent, you know, it's an older hotel. They take care of it mostly. Um, we end up staying in pet rooms because we always have the dog. So I know that the pet rooms are generally not the most up-to-date in current rooms, um, but I still enjoyed it. Uh, Josie enjoyed it. There's a nice little restaurant attached. Um, so anyway, there's my commercial for Saddle West. But uh, from there, we jumped over to Barstow because we're only like two hours from Pahrump to Barstow. Um, so headed over there on Friday. We couldn't check into our campsite till like noon or something, which was fine because no one was there anyway. So we got set up early um, and, you know, started setting up our stuff. I uh, got the scout out. A lot of people looking at it. A lot of people liked it. Um, got a ton of compliments, which was, was real nice. Um, later in, on Friday afternoon, uh, Sean from Anything Scout showed up with the race Terra. Um, and that was the scout that they built to race the Nora Mexican 1000. And it's kind of a big deal. Um, and the scout they built to build a race car in like five months is pretty incredible. Um, and I mean, I use the term race car loosely because it is a scout. But uh, we provided the front axle. I did a cut and turn and a 456 gear setup in it. And then we also provided the Dana 20, uh, low gear, uh, low gear setup with, um, advanced adapters, 32 spline output, and then also our heavy duty tie rod and drag link set. Um, so those parts are on that scout. Um, uh, talked to Sean a lot. I've really, um, become good friends with him over the years just through the business but also you know gotten some some mentoring from him because he's been there I mean he bought anything scout in like 2002 and has been through everything that you know I'm been that I've been going through and so he already you know he is proof that you can pop out the other side if you just get through the stress of the, you know, early days. And, and so anyway, so Sean and I, um, you know, we spend a lot of time talking about businessy things, but anyway, um, yeah, so I checked out the race Terra. Um, it's, it's cool. You'll have to go to their YouTube, the anything scout YouTube channel. He's got several build videos on it. And so you can see how it went together. Uh, but uh, uh, so Saturday, um, Saturday morning, uh, I realized that I had uh, one of the belts had rubbed through a hose on the black truck and I was leaking coolant. 
which this happened before and I've I've got a plan to fix this so it won't happen again um, but anyway I had to run into Barstow to get a hose to repair the damage on the black truck so I ran the little white scout <clears throat> into town uh, which it was great 65 on the highway just cruise it's a great the 196 with the four speed and 373 gears was it's perfect uh, in my opinion just great and so ran that into town got my hose came back worked on the truck in the morning uh, while I was working on the truck the rest of the show was out at like um, there's some trail rides and some cruises and some you know go to the ghost town and that kind of stuff so uh, there wasn't a lot of sale selling going on and, and Josie was man in the table uh, you know but she was still talking to everybody good show we did sell some stuff um, the highlight of course was winning best of show with that scout um, I mean there was a lot of a lot of very nice trucks there and in the end you know we pulled off best in show I think just because of the fact that it was a modified scout but it was modified with other scout parts and it was really tasteful and clean uh, all of our updates were nice and subtle nothing really gaudy and I think that's what kinda that's what got it for us I believe <clears throat> it's hard to say but uh, yeah so um, loaded up we were delivering that scout to Gilbert Arizona so we loaded up Saturday night and part of Sunday morning and headed out to Gilbert uh, which was like six hours from Barstow and headed down everything's great the GPS took us on some weird back Arizona highways which were kinda sketchy um, the California and Arizona freeways are disgusting like highway 40 and highway 10 or interstate 40 and interstate 10 are awful like just waist-deep potholes and you know there's so much semi-truck traffic on those roads that it just kills the highways so anyway get her to Gilbert get it unloaded meet with Mark the owner He's ecstatic. His whole family's there. You know, everybody's super happy. You know, everyone loves it. Take it for a test drive. He loves it. And, you know, everyone's smiling the whole time. Uh, you know, all that stuff. Just that's the part that makes it worth it is one getting it out of the shop and having a happy customer when they when they get it. So, you know, uh, happy for all that. Uh, we were there for about an hour and a half, two hours. It's hot. It's almost 90 now. So, you know, we went from snowing four days before to 90. So Josie and I are hot. But uh, load up the truck. Uh, now we're empty, I guess. And head back to Hesperia, California for the parts haul that we had mm -hmm. secured a few weeks before. Um and you know because when we were down there in Hesperia before we there were three semi trailers and we were able to clean out two and a little tiny bit of the third one so now this trip was to finish off the third one and straighten the place up a little bit plus um, the two stainless trailers had been sold and I was meeting the buyers there 
So we so we we're partway through Arizona. We bust into California. It's late. We're trying to get to the hotel. Uh, I was trying to push it to all the way back to Hesperia, which I was planning on doing. But or no, I'm sorry. We're trying to get back to Barstow. We had a hotel room in Barstow. So middle of nowhere, California. I pull into this diesel station, and they want eight dollars a gallon for diesel, and the needle was down towards empty, but I was like, you know what? I'm not paying these freaking guys $8 a gallon for diesel. I had a can in the trailer that had like four gallons in it. So I dumped in my four gallons of diesel and hit the highway. We were 50 miles from the next fuel stop. I'm like, okay, I got four gallons here and who knows how much is still in the tank. You know, if I get 10 miles to the gallon, I'll, we'll make it just barely but we'll make it well it was hilly and there was a headwind and we did not make it ran out of fuel 25 miles from the fuel stop we have AAA we call AAA hey we need you to bring us fuel and they're like oh we'll tow you like, no we're towing a trailer and all this other stuff like just can you bring us like five gallons of diesel? Yeah, yeah, we'll send somebody out. No problem. Four hours later, a driver shows up with two gallons of diesel. And I'm like, buddy, that's not enough. Like two gallons, we're 25 miles. So two gallons isn't going gonna, isn't gonna to get us there. Hey, sorry, bro. That's all they'll let me bring. That's all AAA allows is us to bring you two gallons. Okay. So I was dumping in quarts of ATF and steering fluid. I was dumping in, I, I dumped in a gallon of oil that I had. I dumped in all of my burnable fluids into the tank to go along with the two gallons of diesel that he brought. Because the mechanical diesel, you can burn that stuff. Like, it'll burn most of that stuff. I run ATF through it occasionally just to help keep the injectors clean. But anyway, we did not make it. We ran out of fuel 10 miles from this fuel stop. AAA said, okay, we'll bring you two more gallons. We're like, no, please bring us five. No, can only bring you two. Josie calls the tow company that's actually responding. Hey, please bring us five. We're on an incline. The tank's not going to pick it up, or the pump's not going to pick it up. We need five. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, no problem. He's got five. He's coming at you with five gallons. An hour later, he shows up with two gallons. I wanted to push that guy into traffic. And he's like, no, sorry, bro. My dispatch says I can only bring you two. I'm like, and he's like, and I can't help you anymore. If this doesn't work, like I gotta leave you since you won't take a tow. Which it still boggles my mind that it's cheaper for them to tow us than it is to just bring us fuel. But anyway, so dumped in the two, of course, didn't pick it up. I don't have anything else to dump in the tank. 
we're parked on an incline and you know it's just how it is diesel doesn't really work with like the holly hydromat that's you know that's only for gas whatever but so I ended up having to call a actual service truck I had to call a diesel repair shop and their service truck brought us five gallons it cost me three hundred and ten dollars for the call and the five gallons we were up all night I slept maybe 20 minutes because we were right on the side of the highway so every semi truck that went by and half of them I think were trying to hit us just shake the truck and so the dog was tossing around turning Josie slept a little bit but she didn't do much better um, it was starting to get cold because it does get cold at night still and you know just a lot of things so we were up all night dealing with the stress of all this and you know of course I'm kicking myself thinking god you should have just bought you know four gallons of expensive diesel and dumped your can in on top of it or something you know you saw hindsight's always 2020 but anyway so it cost me a bunch of money to have the service truck come out but got the truck started made it to this fuel station filled up and because uh, the other thing I'll back up the tank on the black truck is only about 22 gallons and it's just I don't know it needs to be about 30 the the tank on the Dodge is 27 gallons I believe and that seems to be just about right um, for getting between fuel stops and and whatnot and so I think I'm gonna try and redo some of the tank setup or add a secondary tank or something to the black truck but anyway finally made it to so we made it to Barstow we'd already paid for the hotel room so we got to Barstow at nine o'clock in the morning so we just went in and showered because it's been we've been up for days showered <laughs> and then got back in the truck and continued on to Hesperia. So get to Hesperia, meet with the guys hauling off the first trailer, start unloading. And then from there, it was just a lot of manual labor, uh, unloading the trailer into the enclosed trailer, um, sorting out scrap and garbage, because there was a lot. Uh, I ended up making another scrap run, uh, hauled in 2,200 pounds of scrap uh, out of one trailer. Uh, there's a bunch of garbage still there we did not haul out we just left it in the trailer um, and then all that's left in the trailer now is there's a, a grinder and a chop saw and some shelving and then garbage and a shitload of aerosol spray cans um, there's probably 500 600 aerosol cans from the 70s to 2012 like just all of them I'm not sure what I'm gonna do with them California is weird they won't let you get rid of them um, I don't know if I've got the time to evacuate every single one of them and puncture them like I just I don't know that and I gotta try and sell that trailer because I don't want to bring it home either so 
anyway, um, yeah, so that was pretty uneventful. We the night we had a nice hotel there, the old Holiday Inn Express, which to us is nice because uh, normally we're staying at Saddle West or Motel Six. So um, that was good. Had a good hotel. It was nice to come back and have a a nice sleep uh, to get caught up on the sleep that we missed. We were up for like thirty seven hours or something. We figured out. Um, yeah, it just was. It was a long, long day. Uh, and then on top of that, you know, uh, like I talked about before, um, we're still on our clean eating. Still, you know, our lifestyle has changed to where we're not eating garbage. So it's extremely difficult to eat uh, snacks and things like that from truck stops, rest, rest stops, whatever. Because nobody has anything that doesn't have sugar or seed oils or you know process whatever um, so thank God Josie uh, had pre-cooked a lot of food for us and I mean you know like hard-boiled eggs and um, you know vegetables and carrots and things like that that were good so um, we did have a lot of that to survive on but you know even the the breakfast at the hotel all we could have were um, you know like the eggs and even then, we weren't sure if there was dairy in them or not, but we ate them anyways. Um, you know, scrambled eggs or omelet. And that was about it. So, um, you know, it was tough eating, but I'm down, I'm 27 pounds down now. Um, I lost five pounds on that trip, uh, whether it was from the stress or just hard work or what. But anyway, I dropped a bunch of weight there too um but the load up was was fairly uneventful uh and then uh, one thing i did have to do so the tires on the black truck are getting kind of slim and i was trying to push it for one more trip because we're going to nationals in june in ohio and i plan on putting new tires on the truck before we head to ohio well that hot arizona asphalt just eats rubber and by the time we made it back from Gilbert to Hesperia, my front tires were damn near bald. Um, like the wear bars were worn off. Like it was, they were slick. So uh, one of the days I had to run down to the Hispanic tire shop and get two new front tires. The rears were okay still, but the fronts were, were wearing out. So had to throw some tires on the front just for peace of mind getting home um, which was fine because I paid for the tires pretty much with what I made in the scrap haul uh, at least a portion of it um, yeah so it wasn't a cheap trip between having to put tires and my diesel mistake and all that it, it definitely ate into aid into uh, any profit we made uh, on this haul but uh, anyway got all this stuff home the drive home was pretty uneventful of course when we got home it was raining um, but it did it did get nicer but yeah uh, I think the drive home yeah we didn't have any problems I stopped at IH parts uh, got some stuff for some builds we're working on I always enjoy stopping there and talking to Jeff uh, Michael Dymock is my brother from another mother and uh, or we call him Gingerbeard and um, yeah 
So it just it's just always a nice stop. But anyways, I made it all the way from Hesperia to Redmond in one shot. Um, and we did stop at in and out on the way home and we did cheat. Um, I did have cheese on my burger, no fries and no bun, uh, but it's still good. It was still amazing. And you know, that's, that was my cheat for the whatever, but it was good. I enjoyed it. In and out is always one of those California stops that we like to make, uh, just as, you know, <laughs> dumb, dumb tourists or whatever, but, uh, we enjoyed it. So, uh, yeah, that was pretty much the extent of the trip. Uh, highlights, you know, when and best of show, getting the trailers cleaned out, getting s more stuff sold, uh, found a lot more good stuff in this last trailer and, uh, just continue to prove, prove out the black truck that it's, you know, it's worth its weight in gold. And I can't wait to build another one. Um, you know, we'll go over that. I might do a future podcast about, you know, dream build, uh, for, another 360 powered travelette that I have planned. Um, so look for that podcast in the future. But uh, anyways, I appreciate you guys listening. Thank you for all the donations. Thank you for the subscriptions and the follows and the likes and the shares. And uh, I love every single one of you. And until next time, I'm Dan for Binder Boneyard.